I'm Brett Chang, and this is your Peak Daily for Wednesday, August 16th, 2023, where we cover the biggest stories in Canadian and global business, finance, and tech all in less than seven minutes. Peak Pals, a fun story to start you off with today. The Alberta government has finally sold a Donair costume. That's right, a Donair costume for $16,025 to Prime Time Donair. That's a chain restaurant. And the Albertan buyer wanted to protect the lettuce that's featured in the costume as it is a customary topping for Daenerys in the province, but it would have been removed by potential buyers from Halifax who actually see lettuce on Daenerys as downright insulting. I'm personally pro lettuce. I don't see what the problem with lettuce is. I'm not sure why you take it off. I'm not sure what the people of Halifax find it so offensive. So that's where I stand on this topic. But Peepels, where do you stand on the Daenerys lettuce topic? Anyways, I'll let you comment to us on Twitter. But besides lettuce on Donaire, we've got a great episode for you today. For our first story, six weeks to cut $15 billion. For our second story, dental bills sharpen their teeth. And for our last story, you've heard of Mambo number five, but what about indictment number four? For our first story, with a new mandate to cut billions in federal spending, cabinet ministers might have to skip the icebreakers and head straight to the whiteboard at their team retreat next week. That's because Canada's new Treasury Board President and self-proclaimed Chief Operating Officer of the government, Anita Anand, is giving cabinet ministers just six weeks to find $15 billion extra dollars kicking around in the federal government's 2023 budget. Now, three weeks ago, almost 80% of Canada's ministers found themselves in a new cabinet role, with Anand shifting from the defense portfolio to the Treasury Board. And this matters because federal expenses are expected to climb from $470 billion in the current fiscal year to $555 billion in 2027-2028. With two years to go until the next fixed-date election, reigning in expenses as part of a broader government push to spruce up its economic record. Per the Globe and Mail, pandemic-era support for businesses and individuals is no more. But the government continues to spend well over its pre-pandemic projections. By 2028, the government is expected to clock in a $14 billion deficit, far from Finance Minister Christia Friedland's November projection of a $4.5 billion surplus by then. Which brings us to the bottom line. Cutting $15 billion in federal spending is no easy feat, but it might prove to be especially difficult with directives against reducing headcount, up 40% since 2015, creating some internal pressures for service delivery or significantly cutting services for Canadians. For our second story, you can now add higher prices to a list of reasons to put off your next visit to the dentist alongside awkward small talk and pointy tools. Here's what's happening. Provincial dental associations have increased prices by an average of 5.99% in their dental fee guides, which help dentists determine how to price their services. It's the second straight year of hikes, well above the typical 3 to 4% that was seen from 2017 to 2021. Last year, the average fee increase was even higher, hitting 7.35%. Nelly Popjoy, founder of Dental Newsletter Morning Floss, told The Peak that dentistry in Canada is facing significant and unprecedented labor crisis. The labor shortage has driven compensation up, a cost now being borne out by price increases. Inflationary pressures also have been a root canal-sized pain for dentists as they pay more for rent, utilities, equipment, and stringent infection prevention measures. To zoom out, The hikes can coincide with the rollout of the Canada Dental Benefit, which expands dental coverage for lower-income Canadians and could lead to a surge in visits. Padre says there's no link between the benefit and the hikes as governments determine their own reimbursement rates, often much lower than fee guidelines. 
This matters because the price of your next dentist visit could cost more after these changes, though most Canadians have dental coverage, look out for those out-of-pocket costs. For our third story, we regret to inform it's finally time to talk about Donald Trump's legal troubles. So the former U.S. president was indicted for a fourth time this week, this time allegedly trying to overturn a 2020 election result in the state of Georgia, a state where Joe Biden had won the majority vote. It matters because thanks to Georgia's powerful RICO Act, which allowed Trump and his 18 co-defendants to be charged as a criminal enterprise, this is the most sweeping set of charges yet brought against Trump, with 161 distinct criminal acts alleged by the indictment. Some are also excited because the trial will take place in Georgia, which allows for court cases to be televised. Folks, get ready for the TV event of the century. But charges aren't hurting Trump's chances of winning the Republican presidential nomination. In fact, his lead in the polls has only increased since his first indictment in March. The positive sentiment could change in the general election. A poll by Reuters Nipsos in July found that the criminal case made 37% of independent voters less likely to vote for him. Even if he is found guilty of one or more of the 91 charges, quite possible, and ends up doing time less likely, he could still be able to legally be the president while in prison. Peak Pals, thanks for making us the most listened to business news podcast in Canada. If you've got a second, one off all this podcast on your app of choice and give us a review. And if you want more Peak, make sure to subscribe to our daily newsletter at readthepeak.com. Thanks, Peak Pals, and have a great day.